Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to the show. So listeners, if you cast your mind back to about March, Beck and I were discussing fast fashion and how we as responsible humans should become more aware of these crazy high levels of clothing wastage that we have. And one of the strategies we mentioned back then to reduce the volume of clothing you buy and the volume that you wear and to start loving the things that you actually own is to understand what colours suit you. So by knowing that, it prevents that situation where, and I'm pretty sure we've all been there, where we have a wardrobe full of clothes but nothing that feels as though it suits us. So to break that idea down um, of knowing your colours, I have a really special guest with me today. I'm chatting with Jeannie stith Moini. She describes herself as obsessed with helping real women look and feel amazing in their clothes. Her business is called Colour Guru and she helps women create the wardrobe of their dreams by analysing their hair, skin and eye colour in order to give them their ideal colour palette for their clothing. Ginny is a wife and a mother of two girls, and they live in Delaware, which is actually not very far from me over here. So welcome to the show, Ginny. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So before we deep dive into analyzing colors and the things we should know, I would love to know a little bit more about you and how you came to be doing this. So where did you get this passion for color? Where did the the interest start for you? Well, I've always had a passion for color. My background is in theater and the arts. And so I've always been very interested in color and, um, you know, used it in my painting and, and things like that. But really, I didn't start doing it for people and clothing um, until much later in my life. And it, and it really all started with my aunt telling me that I didn't look good in the colors I was wearing. Really? <laughs> yes. So you got to love that aunt who's like Frank with uh-huh. you, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but she, she basically, you know, we were on a shopping trip together and she said, I think you're picking the wrong colors for your complexion. And I said, I didn't even know there were right colors for my complexion. Like, tell me more. What is this? You know? And I couldn't deny that at all the family gatherings, she always looked good. And I kind of discovered later it was because she was always wearing her colors, colors that really highlighted her natural coloring and her natural beauty. And so she was like, oh, we should get your colors done. And so we had just the hardest time finding somebody who did this service, you know, the service had of doing, uh, of an analyzing someone's colors has sort of fallen out of trend. And so we had a hard time finding somebody, but we finally did. She was a retired woman who was an image consultant, um, in her day and she was doing it out of her house. And so I went to her and, um, having my first color palette really transformed my wardrobe. Um, it transformed the way I looked in my clothes. It transformed the way I shopped because it made shopping so easy. I would just go into the store and scan for my colors. And, um, and it also helped me create a coordinated wardrobe where everything went together. So I saw the massive change it had. And then I had friends asking me like, what are you doing? And I took 
six friends to that retired woman who was doing it out of her house just because we couldn't find anyone else. And I thought, man, there is such a demand for this service and nobody's really offering it. And so uh, that's when I created Color Guru. I love that story. That is great. And I love that you have been on the journey. I feel like then you would bring a new level of understanding. I thought you were maybe going to tell us that you're just some oracle that was born with this wisdom of our colors. <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> Turns out before I was getting it all wrong. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant because I feel like um, I, f- I feel like getting your colors done. So um, full disclosure, Jeannie's done mine and I will share more of that um, in our Facebook community and the process and what my colors are. But it feels slightly vulnerable because you're – you're kind of offering yourself up to someone and saying, oh, this is, this is me. And then, and then I was a bit apprehensive about getting your results back and telling me what my colors was because I thought, what if I've been doing it wrong for 40 years of my life? <laughs> and it turns out that there were some things I was really getting wrong and some things that reaffirmed why I, li- I liked what I was wearing and I felt good in those clothes. So it was a bit of both. But I think knowing that you were there too, makes it feel less vulnerable because you think, okay, cool. She gets it. She's not going to judge me that I've been getting it wrong. <laughs> not at all. No, not at all. In fact, I think it was a great place for me to start because I didn't start assuming I knew anything. Mm. And so I came at it going, okay, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to research this until I have a really deep understanding of how this works and how to provide people with the best color palettes. Um, And one of the things that was really stuck out to me was when I got that first color palette um, from the woman who was working out of her house was that uh, some of the colors she gave me were dated and I really couldn't find in stores anymore. And so that was one of the things I was thinking hard about um, when I created my color palettes um, was that that the the colors not only be really accurate for the person that I'm giving them to, but that they are colors that are findable in the stores. Mm. Um, because I think a lot of the color systems um, – you know, that have kind of followed out, out of trend, haven't been updated and and are are kind of doing colors that have fallen so far out of trend that you never can find them in the stores, you know? So yeah, that was absolutely. really in my mind as well. Absolutely. So can you walk us through the process? How How do you figure out what people's ideal colors are? So we have people, after they purchase a consultation, they submit multiple photos to us. And multiple photos is really important. We discovered really quickly that we can't do this for one or two photos because I'm sure you've seen with yourself, like you'll go outside in the sun and take a photo and then you'll come inside into your house and take a photo. And you can look really different in those Mm -hmm. photos, right? Depending on the lighting. So we need to see people in all different sorts of lighting situations, and then we can see what's consistent. And um, so most, the minimum amount of photos you can upload is five. Most people upload seven. Um, if we can't see what we're looking for in those five, we will email you and bug you for more <laughs> just because mm-hmm. we don't want to give anybody results that are guesses. Um, we want to give people really definitive results. And so 
And then we also have a questionnaire that people fill out. And so they answer some questions like, you know, what was your natural hair color as a child? What happens to your skin in the sun? You know, does it burn? Does it tan? Does it burn? And then it turns to a tan. Does it stay the same all year round, no matter, you know, if you're in the sun or not? These are all things that help us put together the puzzle of your coloring. Um, And so, and then we start to look at the person in, in depth in terms of their undertones. So we start to look at what are the undertones in the skin? What are the undertones in the hair? And what is happening with the eye color? And from there on, we, we make our determinations. And it's, it's really it's sort of a science and an art, right? There's a science to it because a lot of it is based in color theory and the idea of warm and cool colors and the idea of clearer and muted colors. But then there's also an art to it because when you've looked at thousands of people, you develop a sense for for the color palette that's going to work best on that person. Mm-hmm. And how many color palettes um, with your system, how many different ones exist? So we have 12 different color palettes and they are based on the seasons. So we have three color palettes that are winter, three that are autumn, three that are spring, three that are summer. Mm-hmm. And how many, if if you're, um, so me, for example, I was defined as a sunlit summer. Mm-hmm. How many, can you explain for us how many colors you get on a palette? Because I think this is one of the things that people feel um, nervous about if they're going to get their colors done, that they're going to get a really restricted palette, like it's four colors, like you get two neutrals and two colors and that's it. And it's definitely not the case. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, not the case at all. So every single one of the 12 types that we have has 35 best shades. And so we give 35 colors and I will say even for myself, um, you know, I, I created my own color palette, you know, my own color card. We give mm-hmm. them on cards. And um, there are five colors on there that I don't ever wear just because I, I know they technically look good on me, but I'm not drawn to them and I don't prefer them. And so I just ignore them and I still have 30 colors to choose from, which is a lot. But the reason it's so important is those colors work together. And so dressing for me has become, you know, and a lot of my clients has just become so much easier because every time I pull a, you know, an outfit out of my closet, I know that I have jewelry that's going to go with it instantly. I know I have shoes that work with it. I know I have a bag that looks good with it. Um, whereas it used to be sort of, I had a smattering of all four seasons in my closet. You know, I was wearing a little bit of everything and now I'm wearing, um, I'm an autumn type. And so I'm wearing the calm autumn palette, um, really consistently. And it's just so much easier to get dressed, you know? Oh, so much. I've only, so it's been, um, a number of months, but I already see combinations in my, wardrobe that have always been there that I've never thought to put together and it's like someone has given me permission to mix things up and it said it's okay because these colors are on your color card so you can put them together and I put them together I'm like this is genius why have I never worn (laughs) this um, cardigan with this you know tank top before this is like it's a great combination and, and they've hung side by side for, you know, five years and I've never thought to pair them. And I think I think that's where the real genius comes 
from knowing your colors. It's like it's a lovely thing to know. And we'll, I've got a bunch of questions here from our community and we'll get into shopping and the ease of shopping. But I feel like taking it back to the fast fashion thing, which is where this whole, you know, kind of idea about talking to you from about our colors originated. It was because we were trying to work out how can we make the most of what we have. And a lot of what we have, a lot of what, you know, most of us own are things that we feel uncomfortable in or they don't suit us or, you know, we bought on a whim without thinking it through. And so the whole process of getting your colors done kind of, it narrows it down and gives you permission to mix and match what you've got with this security that someone else, the guru, has told us that it's okay to put those things together because they work and it just, I don't know, it revolutionizes it. I feel like I have less clothes and way more combinations and that's a really good place to be. Uh, I totally agree. I've had the exact same experience of I have way less clothes, but I'm really clear that I like all the clothes I have and that they all work together, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's this funny thing about, um, you know, you mentioned the idea of like a, a restrictive palette of like just a couple colors. Um, and there is some restriction in this, you know, obviously you can choose how much you want to follow this or not. Some people just wear these colors that we give them up against their face. Cause that is sort of the most important area, um, to keep your colors is up against your face. And some people find it really, really satisfying to only wear their, all of their colors all the time from head to toe. Right. And you can kind of do it. Uh, you can kind of take it as far as you want to, but the real key is, you know, it, it, it does create a, a boundary, right. And, and that it sounds kind of contradictory, but creating a boundary often creates a sense of freedom, actually. It's like there's freedom within those boundaries because it's because having everything be an option when you walk into a store is overwhelming for most of us, mm-hmm. right? Having no sense of what actually works for you and just sort of impulse buying, which is completely what I used to do. You know, my shopping strategy was impulse buying, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. And then what would happen was, you know, even a couple of weeks later, I wouldn't like that thing anymore. And I couldn't figure out why I seemed to like it in the store and then why it was sitting there in my closet and I didn't want to wear it. Um, And I think there's a lot of things that you can get into in terms of, um, you know, it was on sale. So it seemed like a good deal. Um, I wanted to buy something that day. I didn't feel successful because I went shopping. And so I just wanted to buy something to, to show that I had gotten something from that shopping time. Mm-hmm. You know, there are all these sort of psychological things that, that go into it, but it's sort of like going to the grocery store. Like, do you ever, you know, go to the grocery store and you don't have a list, you don't have any idea what recipes you're making, you're sort of grabbing things and then you get home and you know you want to make something, but you don't have this ingredient, you don't have that ingredient. Well, it's very the same. It's very much the same in our closet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I certainly haven't mastered my food situation, but I know that those couple times I have managed to go to the store with recipes in mind and a list of what I need to make those, it works a whole lot better. And that's kind of what the color card, you know, helps people do. Yeah. And it just, it changes that either the paralysis of choice and because there are so many options and not just physically in stores, but online as well, you can have anything you want in any color you want 
and the way the world is now, almost in any price point you want. So, you know, where do you even start? And that's why people so often go down the path of sticking with what they know. And this kind of leads us nicely into my first question. So we mentioned in our Facebook community that we were chatting to you and wanted to know what um, what the people's questions were, what they wanted answers to. And the first thing that came up was about neutrals. And this is where I feel like when, you know, so many of us have our own self-imposed restrictions that neutrals are easy, they pair with everything, you know, they're very wearable. So can you answer for us a couple of questions about neutrals? The first one being, does an ideal colour palette that you provide with your 35 colours include neutrals? Yes. Uh, we always include neutrals because that's a really important part of dressing for most people. Um I will say one of the things I ran into, you know, I, w- I had been trying to create a capsule wardrobe for years, sort of unsuccessfully. <laughs> and when I uh, often I would, you know, kind of Google or go on Pinterest and look at capsule wardrobes, and I found they were filled with a lot of neutrals, and I just couldn't get excited about that. So mm-hmm. I, I, th- I come from the place of I think neutrals have a very important part in the wardrobe. I personally, and I think a lot of the women I work with, don't want a closet full of neutrals because it's just boring. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some women who genuinely just love neutrals and like could wear black and white all day long or, you know, whatever it is for them, you know. um, But uh, I I find that for the majority of women, that's not an exciting and fun wardrobe. Mm -hmm. And so what colors for you, what, what do you define as neutral? And do I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you anyway, do all people suit all neutrals? Okay, so I define a neutral as a color that doesn't fight other colors. So it doesn't sort of um, grab for the spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. It's a color that works with all of the colors on the color card. And so, you know, black is probably what a lot of us think is like a classic neutral that um goes with almost everything. I mean, you can put pretty much anything with black and it really looks good. Now, there are a few colors I would say don't look great with black. I don't particularly love, you know, brown and black together or navy blue and black. Orange and black to me looks a little like Halloween. I don't prefer it, but not mm-hmm. to say that you couldn't do that, right? Um, and and But the, your second question, do all neutrals look good on all people? I would say definitively no. No. I I love that. Just no. <laughs> because, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I was I was personally kind of surprised but also relieved when I saw the neutrals on my card that black is not one of my best neutrals. And I I think I feel like I've known that for about 15 years, but I've just been fighting against it because it felt safe and it felt comfortable. And now that it's it's almost like the the boundaries set that you know there's a reason why you buy coats in gray Tara because they look way better on you and and that's the thing I don't own a black coat all my coats are gray because I always liked them better but I didn't quite understand and I thought oh but everyone needs a black coat don't they and then right. I get my color card and go okay gray is one of my neutrals but black is not I'm like oh, okay it makes <laughs> yeah sense so so yeah. talk to us about black then so yeah. So you know, not everyone can wear it, can we? 
No, it's actually a, a very cool color and it's a very clear color and it's a very dark color. That doesn't suit everybody. Um, and so, you know, like you're saying, you look better in gray and even a charcoal gray, a very dark gray is great for you. Um, once you cross over into black, it becomes very heavy on you, especially up against your face. Again, like, um, you know, if you wanted to wear a pair of black pants, I, you know, for a lot of women that are sunlit summers like you, that would be fine. Um, now I would argue that charcoal gray pants are going to be better, but if you're just starting out and you have black pants in your wardrobe, I would say don't get rid of them right off the bat. You know, there's no rush. You can down the road um, replace them with a pair of charcoal gray pants when you find a pair that and it and it makes sense, right? We don't want to throw out clothes just to throw out clothes. Mm. Um, you know, I think we want to really what this helps us do is pick the right thing the first time, right? Yeah. Which is really great when you're trying to create a sustainable wardrobe. So, uh, black and black on, uh, and on autumns and springs really drains the color from their face. And there are tons of other deep colors that they can just wear much better. Deep plum, deep teal, a deep evergreen color, you know, chocolate brown, deep wine. There are so many other colors I would recommend before, like a little black dress for an autumn or spring mm -hmm. type. Have you got any thoughts about whether we should wear black during the daytime? Um, you know, I don't really think about it in, in that sort of way. Um, I think that's more of a personal choice. Mm -hmm. I kind of advise on which colors look best on you and then when you want to wear them is, is really up to you. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I have a friend that is really anti-black in the daytime and whenever I used to pull on like a black t-shirt, I'd think, oh, she's just, would just be rolling her <laughs> eyes at me going, Tara. <laughs> and, and on the, on the you know, discussion of black or other darker neutrals, so your navies and your charcoals, um, are they slimming? Are darker colours slimming or is that yeah. just a myth? No, I don't think that is a myth. I think they genuinely are slimming. Um, and it and and you can use color as a great way to sort of balance um balance your your body type if you choose, if you want to do that and choose to do that. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'm I'm a really um uh, very much like a pear-shaped body type. I'm much bigger on the bottom than I am on the top. And darker colors on the bottom for me really help balance and make me look a little more proportional. Mm -hmm. That is something that I want to do. Um, and and I've just found, yeah, darker colors. Like what if I wear a pair of white pants, um, I'm really sort of um, with the color, sort of making that area larger, broader, popping out more. And that's not typically what I want to do. And so it's the same idea, you know, if you're a bit broader on the top and you want to kind of downplay that, you can really use color to very simply do that by simply wearing the darker color on top and lighter color on the legs. That's brilliant. Good advice. So um, now we have a couple of questions about appearance. How would you describe the physical appearance of people who are dressed in their best colors versus those who are not? Like now that you see it, can you tell a difference when you see people that are in their colors and the people that are clearly not? Definitely. Um, because when people are wearing their best colors, what I see is that their best colors highlight their natural coloring and their natural beauty. 
often I notice like glowing, like they have a glow about them when they're wearing their right colors. They look balanced in the color. And so the color is not overpowering them or sort of underpowering them. I don't even know if underpowering is a real Mm -hmm. word, but you know what I mean? Like washing them out, right? Mm -hmm. If you're wearing a color that doesn't have quite enough saturation for you can look washed out. And so none of that is happening when you're in your ideal colors. It's, It's balanced. You have a glow. The right colors make your teeth and eyes look whiter and brighter. Um, they, it, the right colors really bring like a lightness and brightness to your face that most people really like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I have a shirt that I love, which is now just a shirt I wear around home, um, because it's green. And while green is in my palette, um, for me, I'm more, you know, muted tones and this is a really bright, clear green. And it's like a real emerald kind of green. And it's funny because I see it now, like my shirt arrives in the room about three minutes before I do. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it wears me. Like That's the right. shirt is definitely wearing me. It is not me wearing the shirt. And the difference between that and wearing, say, you know, um, a cornflower blue or something like that uh, or even an olive green it's like I arrive at the same time as my clothing, but I never, I never understood it before. I would wear this shirt and I'd think, I just, I love the shirt, but I don't know what it is. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I can see it. My shirt is wearing me, not the other way around. Yes. And that's a, uh, a brilliant point that you're bringing up because it's the difference between a muted color and a clear color that has been largely overlooked in traditional color analysis. Mm. And it's hugely important. I'm also a person who looks better in muted colors and, um, and anything too bright, um, and, and bright and a clear color, you know, just really overpowers me. Like my eye color fades away. I just kind of like, like you said, like the shirt arrives before you do. It's like, it's hard to even look at my face because you're so focused, your eye is drawn to the color. Now, some people look great in those bright, clear colors. They have enough, um, contrast. It's really a matter of contrast. They have enough contrast in their features to carry off those colors really beautifully, Mm -hmm. but it's great to know the difference and be able to see the difference like you have. I think for me, one of the things that has really changed since um, knowing my colors is the way I shop. And now I shop for things that I love, but that suit me, where beforehand I think I just shopped for what I loved. And and this is one of the traps that I feel that so many of us fall into. People will comment on an item of clothing we wear. And look, um, I'll be honest here. I remember being about 17 and wearing this. I think I bought it for about $5. This bright, it was like a really burnt orange T-shirt. And I don't know if that color just didn't exist in the country town where I grew up beforehand, but Everyone commented on this T-shirt when I wore it, and I think it was because it was so vibrant and so scary spice-ish that people just commented (laughs) on the T-shirt, and I internalised that to think that this is my colour. And I've been wearing burnt orange for about 20 years. (laughs) And and it's like, and I would walk into shops and I, you know what, I love that color, but I would gravitate towards it. And it was like, I was carrying around this story that burnt orange was my color. 
And it's funny because then I would look back at some of the photos I have of me in that color and go, gee, I don't know what was, I must have been feeling crook that day because my face looks, you know, really washed out or pale or gosh, my hair is, you know, too light or I, you know, like, and I always kind of explained it away because I was thinking, well, burnt orange is clearly my color. (laughs) And it's so funny that now I go, oh, okay. So people were remarking on the color. They weren't remarking on the color on me. And, And I feel like that's something we really get stuck in. And so now when I shop, I shop for colors that I like, but of the color palette that also look good on me. So can you talk to us about how how you shop now and um, and what the difference is when you walk into a store with a color card, how, how are you doing it? Yeah, uh, I, I love that story, first of all, um, because it's true. If you wear a bright yellow dress, you're going to get comments because people don't see people wearing bright yellow dresses very much, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, people are going to be like, wow, I love you in that color. That color is so great. And then, but it's not necessarily that they're, you know, analyzing you and saying like, oh, you particularly look so good in that color. You know, people aren't always wrong when they say that, but often it's just like they love that they're seeing someone wear color, period. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, most of the time we see people in kind of neutral stuff. Um, so yes, in terms of taking the card to a shop and, um, and choosing clothes from it, um, I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, what comes to my mind is the efficiency of it. So I always think of dressing as there's a couple of different things that go into dressing. You know, one of them is finding sort of the right shapes that you like on your body type. And one is finding, you know, things that you feel fit your style, but you can't shop immediately for those things. Because if you were trying to shop based on shape or style, you would have to lift up every garment to assess the shape or style. However, you can walk into a store and scan for your colors, and then you can ignore things that aren't your colors And then once you've found some things in your colors, then the second step can be assessing for shape and style. And so I think that's why I always recommend to my clients that they shop color first, right? Get to know your colors, shop color first, and it just cuts your shopping time in half because you're not trying to look you know, at everything in the store, right? That's the beauty of it. Everything in the store is no longer an option if you've kind of decided to to commit to your color card. And for me, that's a relief for a lot of clients. That's a lot of my clients. That's a relief. Mm. And so one of the people in our community asked, what if you need to replace something, but can't find it in your ideal colors? Say, so they've said, you know, what if they're out of season? And given that there are so many colors on a color card, I can't imagine they'd ever all be out. But if you're trying to replace something, what do you do if you can't find it in your ideal color? I think it's pretty unusual that you wouldn't be able to find it because like you said, there are so many colors on the card and because we have so many options in terms of shopping, there's Mm -hmm. online shopping, there's the stores have so much. I mean, I, I find that that just really doesn't come up as questions too much from people who already have their colors. Um, there, you know, there's sure like in the autumn, there are more autumn colors, but you can still certainly find winter 
you know, winter season colors and spring season colors and summer season colors, even in the autumn, you know, there are things like summers where like cranberry really well, navy really well, charcoal gray, you know, true white. These are things that are always in the stores, Mm -hmm. no matter what time of year it is. Absolutely. And so a question then is, what if you're buying a print? So I've tried this and prints just don't work on <laughs> on me full stop. I think my um, my rationale is that I have freckles, so I already have print, so I need I can't put match put print with print. <laughs> but um, if you are buying a print, how do you apply that to your color card? Yeah, that's a great question because the color cards are 35 solid little circles of color and they're solid. And so uh, I just recommend if you're looking for prints, stick with um, colors that are 75% or more the colors on your card. That way it keeps everything still sort of coordinating with that print. Okay, good advice. So the temptation is, and I certainly felt this and was like, take a breath, step back, um, to get your color card and then throw out everything in your wardrobe that is that <laughs> and start all over again. But that's not, um, financially, that's not very savvy. Uh, it's not very good for the planet either for us to just be churning through clothes like that. So what do you do or what do you suggest that people do with the existing clothes they have in their wardrobe that maybe aren't part of their ideal palette? Can they... Can they kind of smush them in to make them still work a bit? So here's what I recommend. When you get your color card, um, this is the best time to go through your closet, see what things aren't your colors, and things that you never really liked that much anyway and have been pretty much sitting there, right? And get rid of those. Because the fact is they're just going to continue to sit there, and now they're really going to continue to sit there because you even know they're definitively not one of your colors, and you don't need that sort of visual clutter in your closet. I've worked with women in their closets for years, and what I see is that women have really good clothes in their closet, but sometimes they can't see them because there's also a lot of clutter of things that don't work for them. Mm-hmm. And so this is just a great time to like identify those things that never really worked and aren't on your color card and get rid of those. You may still have some things. Most women probably still have some things that they really like or that they've really invested in that aren't on their color card, and they're not ready to part with those things. And I think that's totally fine. Um, And you should keep those things and work with them um, for a while until they naturally fall away and you naturally want to get rid of them. So let's say, for example, you get a colored card back and black is not your ideal color, but you have a black dress that you love. Um, one of the things I recommend is like using a scarf. So wear a scarf in one of your colors. Um, and now the scarf is up against your face, you know, Mm -hmm. and the black dress is still there and you're still using it, but you've got that color up against your face. Um, even sometimes a, a chunky necklace or something can, can really achieve that as well. Um, so there are things to ways to work with them. And I think the other thing, which I will reiterate, cause it's really important is, the most important place is up against your face because that's where the color is reflecting onto your face. And so if you have pants that aren't on your color card for now, definitely keep them, you know, and continue to wear them if you love them. Um, Bags, shoes, belts, all of those things, um, you know, can be worn until you find a replacement that, you know, is one of your colors um, if you decide you want to dress head to toe your colors. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I must confess, I did sell um, a couple of my burnt orange flavored tops, <laughs> um, but I have held on to a couple of the skirts because it was just, I, I didn't know that it would be worth um, selling them. I wasn't sure how much I'd get for them, and and also I still, I still like them. So now I just instead of, I mean. I, I never, not that I ever wore this, the orange skirts with orange tops. I used to wear black with them. Now mm-hmm. I just pick um, the white that suits me or a grey or a navy and put that at the top. And so I still have this little connection to my 17-year-old burnt orange self. But, <laughs> nice. Um, and you know what? When those when those skirts wear out or I don't fit into them anymore or whatever happens and they naturally fall off, I don't think I'll be replacing them with burnt orange. But I feel like yeah, there are workarounds. We don't have to do a clean sweep and, and remove everything. So I like that. I like the idea of just putting something else between that color and your face. And that way you feel like you can get longevity out of the stuff you already own. Yeah. So what about changing then? So what if we change our hair color or um, if I, I have no concept of this personally, but if you go out and have a lovely summer holiday and come back with a golden tan, um, given that you're about hair and skin analysis and stuff like that, do do, do our colors change if we change? Okay, so let's start with the skin and then we'll move to hair. So the e- there's an easy and simple answer for the skin. Um, so some people are very fair in the winter and then in the summer they can very deeply tan. Um, it doesn't matter. Their colors are going to look great on them, whether they are fair or tan. And that is because their undertones never change. And our analysis is always based on the undertones in the skin Um, not sort of the overt coloring. So we look at somebody and we go, oh, they're tan or they're very fair, but that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at, is there yellow undertone in the skin? Is there pink undertone in the skin? Mm -hmm. Um, And no matter what kind of skin tone you have, you're going to have some yellow or pink. Um, And so that's what we're judging on. Um, But then when it comes to hair, so Yes, colors can change if you do a drastic hair color or if you allow your hair to go gray. Mm. Now, I still think for the majority of people, um, your colors actually don't change when you allow your hair to go gray. But for some people, you do. So it's not a simple answer there. It just depends on the person. This is a warm and cool thing when it comes to going gray. So it's a spectrum, right? So mm-hmm. warm and cool is a spectrum and some people are on the far cool side and some people are on the far warm side. And then lots of people are in the middle somewhere. And let's just say you have cool eyes and skin tone and then your hair goes, but you, let's say you had naturally warm hair. This is actually me. I have naturally warm hair, but cool eyes and skin. Now, if I were to let my hair go gray, I would jump over to the cool side of the spectrum. So Mm. chances are I will eventually morph from an autumn uh, to a summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's because I was already sort of close to the middle of the spectrum, right, with my hair and with my eye and skin color. Mm -hmm. And so um, we do see it happen, but I would say it's about 30% of people. Um, I will say for 70% of people, um, they keep their – they keep their colors even through natural hair color changes. Um, 
Now, if you're talking about artificial hair color changes and you're doing a really drastic change, your colors can often change for that. And that is the one time I really say it's a good time to check back in and reevaluate your colors when you make a drastic hair color change. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Wow. I feel like we've learned a lot and have a lot to go and apply. Now, you are um, quite active on social media and there's always heaps of really useful information and some lovely, I love when you offer up a color and ask people to give their suggestions to name that color. That is one of my favorite things that I see on your social media Um, and showing people in their best colors. It's brilliant. So can you let us know where we can find you online and what social media channels you use so that we can come and follow you? Sure. On Instagram, I'm at your, Y-O-U-R, color, and color is spelled C-O-L-R because I'm here in the state. C-O-L-O-R, excuse mm-hmm. me, because I'm here in the States, right? And then guru, G-U-R-U. So at your color guru on Instagram. And then my website is yourcolorguru.com. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And thank you for your time and all your wisdom that you've shared. We will put all the links to Jeannie's um, website and socials on our show notes page. So if you didn't catch them, then you can find them from the website. Um, And if you want to pop into our Facebook community this week, come and tell us about if you've had your colors done, if they've changed over time, um, any tips or tricks you have for merging what you've already got in your wardrobe with with new colors you've found that have sued you um we'd love to hear all about it and then we'll catch you back here next week thanks for joining us we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered if you would like to connect with us you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at rebeccamazino.com.au and basklifecoaching.com mm-hmm.